Hi, and welcome to We Can Fix It, another podcast about film. We take films we should have loved, point out how they fell short, and then we make new versions, ones we would have enjoyed so much more. It's everything you never asked for. So stick around and join us for Chappie. All right, well, uh, Chris picked Chappie. Yep. Very good one, I would say, because I I loved District 9. District Nine was a great District Nine movie. is a good good movie. I yeah. also it's been a while, so I don't really remember it. I just remember thinking, "Oh, that's a great movie." I felt it was yeah. I I felt it was a a great movie. I didn't feel like it was perfect. Like I don't think uh, there was anything I was searching for. And so when Chappie came out, I was like, "Okay, it's because it's the same director, Neil Blomkamp, and writer." Yep, yeah, same star. He same plays Chappie, uh, Charlton. Yeah. Was the name? Which I love him. Copley. And that's the only thing I would say about this movie is they had a lot of Chappie in it, which is why I think I was okay with mm-hmm. it. Does, he was very it, good. Is there any other characters you liked in it? I did not like anybody else. What about America? Um, uh, do you like America? I felt so bad for America. I liked Here's... America. So you really, I liked America. And then he gets ripped in half, guys. Yeah. That's, yeah, I did I bet not he's like, the best. And of nobody the worst. cared. Nobody really cared about America. Well, I cared about him. Yeah, I cared about it too. Here's the problem that I had with, well, okay, we're talking about America. The, 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 what's, what's, the, the, a, what's a Latino Hispanic this, guy doing in South Africa? <laughs> well, that was that was criminal a bit, activity. That was obviously. that was a bit odd, but I didn't even care about that because I thought that his and this is what was one of the big stings for me in this movie was for whatever reason the director thought it a good idea to hire rappers as yes. the lead roles. Is that was that what they are? Yeah, so yeah. they're a duo. There's they're. Uh, a hip hop duo. Yeah. Oh. South African. South African. I can't Africa. figure. Their they, accent really, is so weird. I yeah, that's that. a real gamble, eh? Putting they those two guys as the. No, are they I would great? say the I I didn't mind the the female so much. It was the. Yolandi. 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 I thought that she was a bit better than him. Yes. Yes. But honestly, uh, they weren't. Neither of them were particularly good. The weird thing that I felt about them was I can tell in real life they're weirder than that. Than what they were. Oh, yeah. It was almost like they were trying to pretend to be almost normal, normal. people when it's like to. you know that they yeah. are not normal people in real life. Right. And they're they're trying to dial it, trying to be trying relatable to right. and say things that normal mm-hmm. humans would mm-hmm. and they they were failing at that. The very first time I watched it, I was like, wow, these guys are really good at playing weird characters. And I thought the acting was good until I got to about the halfway point. This is when I first watched it, mm. when I was in the theater with my dad watching it. At the halfway point, I was like, no, no, I'm wrong. They're just bad <laughs> actors and they're weird. Yeah, They're weird people and yeah. bad actors. Yeah. That's what is the situation. Inexperienced actors, for sure. Right. There, there are moments, there are glimmers where... Yeah, that works. But there are so many where they're not playing well off the other characters. Mm-hmm. It's just not working. They're having the wrong emotional response. It's too stiff. It might be good acting, but they're portraying characters that are so weird you can't relate to them. Because of their performance, I'm sure, but I guess it's also due to the directing. I did not know what I was supposed to be feeling towards those two guys. Yeah. Are these guys the heroes? Are we supposed to be on their side? That's actually a big problem with the movie, too, because... The, the scientist, scientist dude, uh, Dev, Dev Patel, oh, yeah, from uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. guy, that fella. My maker, my maker, my maker. Yeah, yeah. He's his maker. He's so great. This is a I chicken. Love ch- guys, what a I terrible first lesson. This is a chicken. That's not a chicken. That is like a it's rubber, a rubber prop. chicken. It is a rubber chicken. So confusing. The it is very confusing. And why does he have that in his car? 
I was wondering. <laughs> and why is that the first thing that he why needs to go to his car thing? to get? There are so many things in that room, even. Yeah. You could be like box. Yeah. Like no. Screwdriver. Yeah. Human. Metal. Human. Yeah. Papa. No, no, no. <laughs> I gotta run and get a chicken. I think the reason why it's confusing as to how we're supposed to be doling out who we care about mm-hmm. in this movie is because you don't you you equally don't give a shit about almost all the characters in it. Right. So you're not sure which camp you should be in in terms of who you're rooting for. Right. Camp so, Chappie. That's yeah, I, yeah you're rooting for Chappie, from. but like the thing is Chappie's the given, but it's everyone else's role that you're trying to figure out. Like yeah. who's the actual bad guy and who's the actual good guy? You're not yeah. really quite sure. So like for example, who's what's the character's name? Something Patel? Dev. That's Dev. His real is that his real name? real name? Okay, Dev Patel. Yeah. Who I think is a, actually a very good actor. He's a very good actor. Um, but the problem in this is he's Dion. not really... Dion Wilson. Dion, yeah, Dion. Dion, right, Dion. Dion. So the problem with Dion is that his drives are not really well illustrated. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they didn't spend enough time uh, showing that he's been working on this AI or like any... Any specific reason why he'd want to even evolve this AI to be humanistic or anything like that. Yeah. It's almost like he just goes right into it, right? He's yeah. just, well, he's running on Red Bull. And yeah. They he... really push that fact. <laughs> That's right. It may for not... him to press a button and for them to do the checks. I don't know what else he's doing. But... Yeah. It may not be the case that he did it all in a night, but we don't know that. It looks like he invented the robot equivalent of the human brain in a night. Or I guess it yeah. looks yeah. like that's what he did. I, or I guess you get the sense that he's been working on it for a while, right? And this is right. like the last the last step. Honestly, his... it's so ambiguous. It's, it's check night. It's so ambiguous you can't really check night. you can't really tell. And the other thing too is why the push? Why the sudden push? Right. Is there a reason? Because later on he goes to his boss and his boss could not be more indifferent about it. Yeah, but right? that that was another weird thing. It's almost like he played that energy so intense from the beginning, from the start of the movie. Like, he's so jacked up. And it's like there's so much pressure for some reason. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But where's the pressure coming from? It's not, his boss doesn't care. It's coming internally. And that's why it was important, I think, to show more of his backstory. Like, what if they delve into him growing up and, uh, or him having someone he's competing against. Someone who's doing almost what he's doing. At the same time, yeah, like so they could. Jackman, I feel like so. First of all, he's lovely mullet he's got, and his outfit interesting reminded me of MacGruber outfit. Yeah, he's he's good. He's the another the other character that I really liked in this movie. Right, but I, I was Ch- Chappie's my third. I goes America, Hugh Jackman, <laughs> then Chappie in terms of my was, favorite character. I was just very movie. confused about. I feel like he should have just spent more of his effort trying to find a different employer. Well, here's because, what because like he's he's making this thing here's and what, like his most dri- his main drive is mm-hmm. this giant the moose yeah this military so like, that's thing. the thing that's the thing military that's the key word he's trying to sell this to police forces why is he not selling it to the fucking military exactly that's what I'm saying it's this like, doesn't make any sense it's like no wonder no one is on board they missed yeah their, they're bu- like their budget spending we're, we're giving people. They're, the they're cops are like, like, we're giving people parking tickets and you know, rescuing cats out of trees. What the hell we need this for? And it doesn't occur to him, a country might be interested in purchasing it for their actual military purposes, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, he's just, just doesn't occur small, to him. Small fish. Yeah. He's a small fish. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't occur to him yet. Imagine he's if like, it did. A, there are other countries? Oh. It's just... It's, oh, Terry. Yeah, it's just <laughs> bizarre. So I even have funding to begin with. I think what would have made more sense is if he presented a greater risk to uh, Mr. Patel. What the hell's his name again? Devin? Dion. 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 In terms of actual intellect, 
them working for the same company already is a problem because they really wouldn't probably um but let's <laughs> just, just say three cubicles away yeah just three cubicles away. but let's say they work at two different companies but they're owned by the, they're both subsidiaries of another company or something like that which mm-hmm. means that they have some interaction but they're actually in competition with each other right? right and hugh jackman and really hugh jackman's not really a good actor act well act well he's a great <laughs> actor but not for that the role i'm thinking the role i'm thinking is someone who is Dion's intellectual equal and they're both in competition to create more and more improved AI for their robots and he's the one who cracks the now it's basically human code AI right and so that could have been his drive to like work stay up all night and drink those Red Bulls to get this AI done so he can go to his boss and not be rejected like he was in the movie movie because that was stupid right (laughs) like does this company not like money or something they're going from dumb robots that do police work, albeit they're good at that, to replicating the human consciousness. Like, there's money in that. I'm sorry. This doesn't matter how you spin it, like, oh, we're just not in that business. No, shut the fuck up. You're in that business. Are you in the business of making money? Yeah, then you're in that business. No, not Sigourney Small Weaver. Fish. Small fish. Yeah. Sigourney didn't realize her, it. Her main customer is the South African police department. <laughs> and so, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But it's, that's but it's, sort of where her cap is. But, <laughs> but even if, I mean, here's the other thing that doesn't make sense. It's implied, if not straight up said, that he's the one who basically created these robots, right? He did, yes. Right. So why is he not? Why are they not treating him like he's this special figure in the company? Oh, because I think I everybody that has a cubicle there at one time had <laughs> their their time with something fantastic. <laughs> and they're all treated equally like they're shit. All treated equally, yeah. You yeah. just see yeah. his. Uh, you just see because he has access, special access to the key. That's what makes him. He's fine. Everybody the, seems to have access to that key, but you could go get it pretty easily. Yeah, you could just rent it out. Basically, yeah, you could just rent it out because Hugh Jackman was about to go yeah. and get it too for yeah. his thing. But <laughs> yeah, so what didn't he make did sense it. to me is so, so another wasted kind of character in this movie is Sigourney. I don't even really know why she's in the movie to tell you the truth because they right. they could have been playing off nothing. Like he could have just been saying, "Oh, the boss said you know like it's a no go or whatever." He could have yeah. just came out of the meeting and not even have had a boss figure in existence in the yep. movie we could have yeah. just imagined it so sigourney really was pointless in the movie and where they use her she's like a one she has a one-track mind mm-hmm. she's only thinking in one dimension and she's not even good at it either for example the servers which house the ai's actual control or something like that for these police robots mm-hmm. there's no surveillance or anything. there's no one there to make sure that no one's fucking around with it because they just hijack into it like it's nothing, you know. There's no one wa- like these things are dangerous. Like, yeah. what if they go haywire and just go on a killing spree? There's no one there yeah. to make sure that doesn't happen and to like hit the the shutdown, emergency shutdown, or whatever. South Africa. So, yeah, is that what we'll just <laughs> chop it, chalk it up to? Well, kind of South Africa. Strangely, you do. Strangely, you're like, oh, well, here's a place where you're like, okay, maybe it's the systems are a little lax. Maybe it's a little more, right. you know. There seems to only be the one drug lord, really. Yeah, one drug lord. Probably could have got him real quick. That guy also. Is he also a rapper? That guy is clearly not an Possibly. actor. He, I actually liked he, him better. I, yeah, I think he, that's just who he is. Yeah, you know? I liked him better. That's uh, one of the things that I was going to say Like with the two main rapper characters. I was like, oh, I, I'm assuming I'm supposed to like these guys because they have cool guns that are all painted completely yellow and completely right. pink. It was that kind of design choice that almost made me realize guess i'm supposed to like these guys right did you guys think that 
<laughs> well, you're obviously supposed to. I mean, considering how much time we spend with them, yeah, the movie's obviously trying to get us to be won over by the characters eventually. You know, maybe not in the beginning because it's pretty clear they're bad, and it's pretty clear they're murderers too. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like I was gonna say about. Um, Dion almost gets killed a number of times by what's his face, the main rapper dude. Yeah, and I'm like, he ain't winning me over. Like he's about, he's a murderer. Yeah, he's yeah. about to kill him. And and the other thing too is, Dion's not winning me over either because mm-hmm. he's acting like a complete moron. Almost gets himself killed a whole bunch of times. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense because just think about his his motivations are all kinds of screwed up or non-existent. So he creates this incredible AI, and he doesn't think. You know, really, I could. I invented this AI on a computer. One would think I could just like have it be on a computer somewhere, and I could just talk to it or something. Mm-hmm. No, I need to put it in a robot, yep. and not like the random robots he has around his house that are these little pieces of shit, right? <laughs> like that doesn't even make sense either. Like, why aren't his robots cool too? One they of them was be... just a dancing flower. Once that was not AI. Yeah, like it's just a dancing flower. I can buy that at Walmart. They've got. He's supposedly <laughs> he's supposedly the inventor of these really sophisticated police force robots, and yet the robots he has in his own home are like from the 1980s. They look yeah. like they're from straight out of the 1980s. But yeah. anyway, that aside, because his life's on the line, and this AI is fundamentally just a program he uploaded onto a robot's into a, a robot body. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it's just a duplicate of something he already has at home. Why is he so bent on going back to I this one robot? All I don't the time? think it was a. I don't think he could duplicate it. Wasn't that kind of the thing? It was just this one, just this one chappy that he made. Like he couldn't. That doesn't even it. make sense. Right. That's no, not no, even no, how there's, software works. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense in this movie. But I think that was sort of one of the conceits. And also, he could die supposedly. Chappy. Chappy. Yeah. Remember, there's so much emphasis on like, oh, I can't, you know, your because his battery his battery's fused, fused to his chassis yeah. or whatever, and eventually once it runs out, then he's dead. And I'm like, not really. That's... As long as you can transfer the data elsewhere. Yeah. Right? That's and that's crazy. literally no, what they know that chat is the one that, that figured that out. Right. Because that's why what Dion was he says he's like he's like why did you put me in a body just to die to his maker and he's right. like how was I supposed to know I didn't know you were gonna come alive. <laughs> <laughs> I was just drinking Red Bull. I was on a Red Bull bender. Just well, that's the I wasn't furiously. thinking. Yeah, he's he seems very incompetent for a guy who's created all this really super sophisticated. Like for example, he doesn't even know he could save Chappie's life. Chappie has to figure out how he can save his own life, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you could understand that someone who's ignorant about technology might think these things. Like once your body's de- like once your power cell runs out, then you're dead, Chappie. Right? Like just like the rapper people. For Mm -hmm. example, they probably don't know anything about technology or barely, right? So they might believe that. But he created these things. Mm -hmm. He created the sophisticated AI and the robot body. Yeah. So if he doesn't know that he can transfer his consciousness to another body or whatever, or just make a duplicate, whatever, there's so many different things, or plug him in externally. Like his batteries fused to his body, but where's his brain? Is it in his head? So just hook another power source up to him or something, like a car battery or something. That's got to be fine. Yeah. None of this occurs to him. Another crazy thing that doesn't make sense along those lines is that the, the neural helmet that yeah. works on yeah, humans was it, was works on Chappie. Yeah. Right. Was that something Hugh Jackman created for yeah. his moose? Yeah. So really, Hugh Jackman's kind of the reason why they all lived. <laughs> well, yeah, really. I guess so. Well, he just built a neural helmet. Yeah, Hugh Jackman no one else did. That well, works for robots <laughs> and humans. Exactly. Yeah. So... Well... And here's the other thing that's even more amazing about it. All the neural helmet does is stores your brain data. So Whatever actually, that means. <laughs> Hugh, Hugh Jackman before uh, Dion effectively created 
a potential AI. Because yeah. all he would have had to do is store his own mental data onto a hard drive somewhere and then transfer it to a robot's body. And there you go. Yeah. You've, got a, you've got an even better robot than Chappie. Yeah. And why? Because Chappie had to learn shit from scratch. Yeah. You can literally just duplicate a person's brain, put it in a robot's body, and they'll know everything the person knew. Yeah. But Already. That, that technology only exists from Chappie. Chappie's the one who's created it, and no one else knows how to do it. Just but, him. Yeah. And, see, this is, again, where I'm thinking, like, is the director and makers of this movie, are they kind of like screwing with the audience? Because he uses that neural helmet, which is ridiculous, to be used on a robot. Yeah. But it's powered by a stack of Xboxes. Remember? <laughs> he goes to that gangster PS4s. and the, the guy's or like... PS3s. I'll, I'll, yeah, PS, PS3s probably at the time. And he's like, I'll take those. And he takes like 10 of those Took 10 things. Of and that's what Chappie is using to power his... Well, it was he's weird because like, I... Origi- them all yeah, and I was originally thinking, oh, why did he get those? Are they just going to resell them? Is that... It was like... Um, I they think just, so. Yeah. I think it was just... Yeah. The, as soon as smart. they got home, the first thing was like unpack all of these things so it's like are they gonna sell them? well that's what i was curious about like why is no one like yelling at chappy for doing that they're like hey we're supposed to resell those or they didn't get them for that purpose no they just got them to to decor further to decorate their headquarters yeah which the bad guy knew about and they did not make any effort to leave that was one of the things where the the, the guy with the gold gun mm-hmm. he was like oh i know about your secret hideaway and then he the the dad gets back he's like oh man they know about our secret hideaway but they stay there yeah they continue to live there yeah they're they're already settled they've got a lot of a lot of stuff painted i don't know i mean we can dwell on the beginning to climax all we want but the end really like we need to talk about that because the end confused the shit out of me i don't understand what the hell the message from what point from the transferring consciousness over that that very the very very end yeah like okay because you know we were debating who's the good guy in it right right like in Who's helping who and why? Dion almost gets killed a whole bunch of times by this rapper guy. And then they end up being, I guess, friends at the end or something. I don't yeah. know what the fuck's going on. Then they get the idea. Okay, so he wants to save. Oh, so he, he, Dion doesn't go, hey, take me to a hospital, right? Which probably could have saved his life. Because he, he seemed like he was alive for a long time, you know, like in that whole chase. Yeah. They instead go to this other place and he leaves it to Chappie to somehow figure out something. Because he's lost so much blood, he's like imagining things or he's yeah. like, whatever, he's in another yeah. dimension at this point. So yeah. he's not even thinking about Chappie's well-being. Because he knows that Chappie's going to die, quote-unquote, right? Because right. when his battery runs out, he's toast. Well, he does say at the end, he's like, save yourself. He's like, what are you doing? There's only one body, Chappie. Transfer your own consciousness yeah. to that body. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, all this rigor that he's making Chappie go through to save him, even though that's not even what he wanted, he could have just said, Chappie, could you drop me off at the hospital and then take care of yourself. I did feel at the end, I was like, oh, those two guys are screwed. Because it's not like even a world where there's police robots anymore. All the robots are gone. And there are that's these right. two very clear robots running around. One is all red. So they're they're going to be... Unless that's all it down. was. <laughs> Almost like setting the scene of, hey, this is what the world is going to be like eventually. Just a whole bunch of robots with people's consciousnesses in them. Yeah, I guess. Around. The movie seems to be more concerned with, with just like cool uh, imagery. And like cool kind of moments as opposed to a coherent storyline. I would have been completely you know? fine if it was just Chappie looking for his parents, looking for his maker. I got kind of annoyed by Chappie. Because <laughs> I was like, you're not well, even really acting like a child, Chappie. Like, you're, you're... He's a child, but they said this, Lou. He's a child, but way smarter. <laughs> well, the thing that annoyed me about Chappie is like, see, I didn't mind him in the beginning. Because I thought, 
oh well you know he's taking on the mannerisms and the the affectations and the accent and all these other things of like a child what's he though <laughs> A, like we- a, a very weird like child. A copycat. A weird <laughs> South. A real annoying copycat. A weird, a weird child voiced by a, an old South African guy That's with a really weird is. accent. That's what it is. But, but what annoyed me about him is that he's supposed to be learning really, really quickly. And it seems, especially at the end, he's quite sophisticated. Like his knowledge of the world is actually quite sophisticated. But yet he still has these weird mannerisms and like... I understand that they're they're trying to say, oh well, he's a product of his environment because he was basically brought up by these weird rapper people. Yeah, these real gangster uh, values. Yeah, but it just seemed like he still didn't want to hurt anybody because of the one thing that his maker said to him before he had to speed away in a van. Don't kill anybody. Don't hurt anybody. I'll be back for you tomorrow, <laughs> Chappy. Dro- drove away. I guess I'm gonna listen to that one thing that until one guy he said. listens to his gangster parents and just like, oh, just put them to sleep. Yeah. This dagger, this knife, yeah. will put them to sleep. And then yeah, it wasn't those, until those the are... guy didn't, wasn't, he was clearly in pain. He's yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. why aren't you sleeping? Yeah, and he saw all the blood. And he's like, I don't want to die. And then Chappie sort of realized, oh, you lied to me. Yeah. Another so, uh, nail in the coffin for like why you should care, care for that uh, dad guy. I can't remember his name. The... Ninja. Ninja. Why should you should care for Ninja? I was, yeah. I don't, I don't know what the point of the movie was. Especially really? at the like end, the, the, yeah. If you if you do evolve AI like that, do you treat them appropriately? And then that goes into AI territory. Yeah. AI artificial intelligence. Do you remember Short Circuit? Do you guys remember Short well, yeah, Circuit? Yeah. Do you remember Short Circuit Two? And he sort of like was taken in by like a, this very bad stereotype gang. They're called, I don't remember what they're called Los Locos. I think mm. they call them. Oh But anyway, yeah, yeah. and then he comes back, and and the Short Circuit robot is all like with chains, and and it was like. Two minutes of that movie. It's like this whole movie is the two minutes of that short circuit section right. where that robot met these gangsters and, and came back and started talking weird mm-hmm. and like thumbing his nose and right. being, getting all these affectations just because it's like, oh, that's cool. My gun's all pink. That's cool. Everybody is just a person. You're not really, you know, vilifying. What word do you say? Yeah. Um, because again, when you're looking at the gangsters, yeah, it's like you're you're thinking, okay, well, they they steal and they they murder and they you know are doing all these bad things. However, you know, you're supposed to feel for them as well because they take Chappie in, or like Yolandi, anyways. Like you, you know, they're taking. I guess them so, in but I think like... I think you're supposed to feel even earlier on, like when it's like, oh, the the police force have these robots and they're just like showing very effective police right. policing. I think the audience was supposed to feel, oh my gosh, this is too far. These robots should not be infringing on people's freedoms and rights, even I mean, the criminals' freedoms and rights this way. You're, I think But wasn't, immediately didn't they come because there was way. a shakedown? Like, they were doing some sort of criminal activity, Yes, right? yes, absolutely. Yeah. But I think that's why, you're from the very beginning of the movie, you're, the audience, I think, is supposed to feel like, they're just criminals. Why are you coming down on them so hard? I think that's what it's supposed to feel. Because I think if if that was established a little uh, better, and then already you're, you're you're supposed to feel for this ninja character and Yolandi character, then I think the movie would have been a little um, smoother. Well, I think right. I think the kind of criminal that they that they are affects how the audience sees them. So, for example, it's shown pretty early that we're dealing with criminals that are murderers. They're not dealing just dealing drugs, for example. Right. They're not like making cocaine and just whatever, because like it's implied that they lost a whole shipment of cocaine or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Like that's they, how it the starts. Like they lost yeah. a they lost a bag. That's what the guy's like. You owe me twenty million or whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
I think the average person can rationalize in their head why it's pro- it's over the top to have these robots like storm in and like basically murder a whole bunch of these people that they're not themselves killers. Yeah. They just deal drugs. And in the world that they live in, that's the way they have that's what they have to do to get by. Yeah. But they're not portrayed like that. They're portrayed like these people are real deviants. Like mm-hmm. they're they're weird. Like especially so the main bad guy, he's like the weirdest, right? So he's an actual warlord, basically. Yeah. But then even them, they have aspirations of being warlords. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, you don't I, I never felt like any kind of positivity or sympathy towards them i always felt like they're weird they probably should be eradicated at some point and 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 even like they're just people on, chris we're on hugh jackman's side what we're all and, and yeah basically i was sympathetic to him if he wasn't done so stupidly then i would have been he would have been the best character in the movie if he wasn't portrayed so stupidly he still is the best character in the movie second to america but, there are no bullets in this gun. Don't oh, worry. I, love that I prank. loved that just part. Just a prank. Yeah, just a prank. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, that's a problem too because everybody's like, okay. Everybody's with like, it. Yeah, yeah, that's classic <laughs> Hugh. South that's Africa another thing too. It's happening in South Africa all the time. Yeah, it's like you know they're in, they're in an office and he's like it's not even a veiled threat. It's a literal threat. It's yeah. like he's literally holding a gun to this guy <laughs> and no one did anything. Of, presumably, no one did anything about yeah, it. Yeah, because right? he does it to everybody, I guess, every other day. Linda, God, remember Linda, when I did yeah. that to you, you the other day? You ate my sandwich. <laughs> but, but what... But what the prank, guys. What I was thinking... Empty. What I was thinking at the time was, did they... Did the... Like, the director really didn't think about this because there are many situations... Like, for example, like, what if... Hugh Jackman was going to get the key and the key's not there. And then he happens upon Dion. Dion happens to be down in the wherever, the mm-hmm. warehouse or wherever at the same time. Then they would have been alone. Yeah. Then he could have had a heart to heart and it could have gone from friendly or pretend friendly to actual threatening. Right. And no one would have been there to yeah. actually see it. And for me, it's like you're, you literally are in that building. You mm-hmm. could have just made the situation slightly different where it made a lot more sense. Yeah. But you didn't even do that. You had to make everyone in the fucking company see the threat and do nothing about yeah. it. That is right. one of my favorite scenes, though, because of how silly it is, I guess. But also to that to that point, like another movie that's kind of similar. Do you remember Attack the Block? Yeah. Like yeah. The movie Attack the Block. I really like that movie, but it also starts with a, sort of the same conceit where the, the main characters of it were like a bunch of criminal and bad people mm-hmm. kind of thing. That I remember at the beginning, it took a while for me to switch to sort of like be on their side. Right. be on board with them and it but it did it much more effectively than this movie you know it yeah. started them off like really bad and it they gave us nothing redeeming no choices that they made that were redeeming right you know even even yolandi like her choices are not really redeeming she's treating this thing like a like a child and it's almost like she's kind of like an idiot yeah yeah well who's playing pretend house that's right? the that's the weird thing about her character so Obviously, the director or the writer, whoever, was like, oh, these characters need to play off each other because we need a reason for there to be some kind of internal struggle between what Chappie's supposed to be. So even though Ninja's like, oh, we're going to abduct, we're going to get a robot and we're going to program him to basically do our bidding and Mm -hmm. he's going to help us rob shit. And and she's down. She's like, yeah, let's do it. But then as as soon as she sees him, like the first time, she's like, oh, it's a child now. Mm-hmm. That's it. She's got a one-track mind. Yeah. She doesn't slowly she under, well, she grow towards that. Yeah. She doesn't slowly grow towards that. She's like, it's a child. Yeah, immediately. That's what it is. And it's yeah. only going to be a child from now till the very end of the movie. I'm going to treat it like it's my kid. Now, Ninja actually does have a bit of, even though he's a complete idiot, and like even he has like pretty big inconsistencies, right? At least he has somewhere to go. 
right? Yeah, he yeah, starts yeah. as a bad guy. He's like, this is a tool. What are you talking about? This thing is a tool. We're yeah. going to use this tool to rob people so that we can pay the 20 million off and, and, and more, right? And so she's kind of like this invented opposition so that they're kind of, they can kind of butt heads on mm-hmm. this issue and it makes for interesting content. But at the same time, it's like, it doesn't make sense because she just like, almost like a switch she just, her, in her brain, it just flipped to, oh, yeah. nurturing mode, activate, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Even though she was like, much like him, was right before that, just... murdering people, <laughs> not giving a rat's ass about humanity, etc. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And all of a sudden she's like, oh, this is like a child. I, I mean, he's got problems too. Like he does the dumbest shit and keeps winning back Chappie, right? Like the part where to toughen him up, which like this, anyway, so they send him, they bring him to the gang territory and they just kick him out of the car. I was so sad. And to to toughen him up. No, please. (laughs) To toughen him up. They still threw fire at me. Yeah. Supposedly (laughs) this AI was built to be basically like a human, right? But just learn a lot faster than a human. But what, what occurred to me is it really isn't like a human at all because of how easily it's able to get over things, right? So like it's in it has what to a human would have been an extremely traumatizing, um, traumatizing experience. Like in the extreme. Right. Yeah. Like it's got his fucking arm cut off at one point. And then it has to run all the way home, has no one to protect it. It's basically a child on the run. That was a weird thing too when Hugh Jackman cuts his arm off. It's just like, do you want to just disma- just dismantle this thing? <laughs> Are you sending a message to yeah, who and why and why? Not I think just... they wanted to make him look even cooler, so they were like, "How do we give him an orange arm?" I think so. Oh, uh, we'll cut his right. arm off and right. give him an orange arm now, because like one of his ears was orange, orange on one side, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, we need it's this just so you yeah. can distinguish artistic him from all the other ones." Well, it's like okay, the setup to Chappie becoming Chappie. How do you make that better? To Chappie becoming uh, conscious, to yeah, him having yeah. like, like the way, like it does. You're right. Like Chris yeah. is right. It helps if Dion's, um, it's it's where it starts with from Dion. Like he's got something that was in the works for the entire time, mm-hmm. something that's kind of like in opposition to the company that he's working for or whatever. Right. So that it sort of like comes from where, and, and I guess that that growth happens a little more quickly. It's, I think it was like too quick how he was just suddenly like this idiot child, and mm-hmm. he stayed in the Chappie just stayed in this idiot child mode for almost the entire time you know what I mean so I think if that was like a slower kind of they're just very naive I think that the movie is has too many things going on all at once so it's got too many plot lines that kind of have to intertwine with each other right so you've got Chappie himself you've got the rapper people you've got Dion and you've got you got Hugh Jackman but you also have the company too which has its own thing at Mm -hmm. times right so all these parties have their own interests and they're all kind of intermingled and kind of playing off each other, but not even in, in a realistic way, like yeah. in weird ways. So what I think the movie should, probably should have done is pare that down. Just chop out parts that are not necessary. So I like the idea of Hugh Jackman, but I have to ask the director, what kind of movie are you making? What's the point of this movie? Is Hugh Jackman that important a character that you even need him to be in this movie to tell the, a cool robot story of like a robot infant that's never existed before? being juggled between different kinds of people with different ideologies and then you see what the end result is like what kind of story are you trying to tell exactly because it gets confused at watching the end of the movie i'm like i don't even know what this movie was about what what's this like there's a message in it but i don't know what the message is because the movie clearly has some message be clear what the message is supposed to be from the beginning and then work from that so i kind of think that you could have just made the movie a lot more simple that for example forget the company 
uh, forget um, uh, Hugh Jackman's character. Just forget them. What if it's actually Dion is against the will of his company. He actually took the robot that was defective. He yeah. took it already and it's in his house. Yeah. And he's been for months and months and months because he realizes these this company just sells gear to, for policing and stuff like that. They don't know anything about advanced AI. They have no interest. All right. right? right. I'm going to take this because I'm the inventor of this robot and I think it's my property. So he's breaking laws basically by yeah, even yeah, having yeah. it on his premises. So he's he's doing all this like basically stealthily or as stealthily as a scientist can. Right. Yeah. And he invents over the course of months this AI, which he then introduces to the robot. And they could have been more intelligent with why the robot is a unique one. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's true that when he creates the AI on his computer, that the AI is like a neutral AI. But as soon as he uploads it to the Chappie robot body, right, mm-hmm. or what becomes Chappie, it becomes a unique character, like right. like a person, like a real yeah. person. And so that's his attachment to it, is that the neutral program state is not the thing he's attracted to. It's the unique personality or persona that the robot's taken been taken on right. as it experiences the world that is that cannot be replaced, mm-hmm. basically. And so he can't go... So now because he's done this illegally, right? And he's uploaded it to the body and he tries to take it somewhere else maybe. And then he gets hi- hijacked by these... You, know, you don't even need to know any of the backstory f- for these guys. There doesn't right. need to be a drug war or anything. They just hijack him because it's a dangerous country, right? Mm -hmm. And they're looking for cool gear. And they find he has a working fucking robot. And so they could, like, tie him up in in their facility, Dion. So he could still be in the movie somewhere. And then they're interacting with this robot, teaching the robot their way of life. And they get the idea in their head, oh, shit, we can use this thing to, like, commit crimes. And it's going to be super effective. Right. Because it's a fucking robot. So they start out really bad. Right, but not so bad that they're actually murderers. They might be just drug dealers or something like that. So mm-hmm. we we can ar- already, as the audience, form some kind of understanding of like these guys are just doing what they do to get by. They're yeah. not really bad people. They're not bad people in the same sense as the the way they're actually portrayed in the real movie. Mm-hmm. They have no skills. They yeah. they were they grew up in poverty. They did what they had to do to survive, and now they see an opportunity. Yeah, play up that idiocy that that kind of like this is just all they know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And then through the course of the movie, they all realize, and they can even have internal opposition, like like they they, they do have in the movie. So they have one character that thinks much earlier on, like we shouldn't be using this robot to do this because yeah, this like, is like a person. Like other robots. This is yeah. Like, yeah this yeah. is like a person. And but the nin- the ninja character, who whoever would be the ninja character in my envisioning of this, he could be the one that's like really hardline, like no. We made a plan to use this robot thing. We saw an opportunity to use this robot thing to get out of the shithole that we're in. Yeah, right? it's almost like right. here's our meal ticket. Finally, it's like, our meal let's ticket. do it. Yeah. You don't even need that that opposition force of the. Where's my money, ninja? Because yeah. then guy. you would. Because then you would under. Yeah. Because then you would understand and actually feel for the ninja character, where you're like, yeah, because you yeah. are already feeling for these characters. Yeah. yeah, I think I think a conflict, even in the minds of the viewer, is okay in the sense that you you're conflict. You can be conflicted about which character you're rooting for at any time because mm-hmm. like you've got Chappie who you like and you want to grow up about as unmolested as possible a way as possible to grow up like a child would mm-hmm. grow up nurtured and loved and and so that it he can blossom and become like the best version of himself right mm-hmm. like you would wish hope and hope for every child right but on the, the other sense you see them their circumstance and it's so dire you're like 
ah, but I kind of see why they would want to use this robot to commit these crimes so they can get out of this mess, right? Because they have to, like, they don't even have a choice. Mm -hmm. It's either they use the robot to do it or they're going to starve or die or, you know, in some kind of, you know, feud between warring uh, miscreants, right? Um, And then you can add Dion in again, who... He's a. I think he's harder to kind of try to figure out exactly what his role could be in this because, like, clearly, what I wouldn't want is for him to indulge what he does in the actual movie, which is he just keeps showing up and yeah. getting himself almost killed a whole bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. Almost like there's some. There's seriously something wrong with his brain. You know, like he can't understand what danger is. Yeah. And he also doesn't understand. Like, it, and this is why I'm saying if the movie did a much better job to show why Chappie is completely unique. That could make more sense as to why Dion is attracted to him because Dion's like, I'm his father. Yeah. I made him. You guys aren't going to take him from me and you certainly aren't going to pollute him with all this crap you're teaching him, right? So there could be like this war going on, but eventually maybe they still need him. They still need him because they're like, oh, you know, uh, you know, like if his robot body gets damaged or if there's some other problem. Like, they're, they're trying to get through to him, through to Chappie, trying to explain, like, uh, you know, how come he's not using any guns or whatever it is. And then they're talking to Dion. And then eventually a rapport, there could be a rapport between the bad guys and Dion's character. And then he can almost, like, get, like, subsumed into the group or something like that, mm-hmm. become kind of quasi part of it. And then by the end of the movie, they are actually all friends. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. They're, they're able to see... Because, like, initially they hate him because he cre- he's the one who created all of these r- robot police officers that make their job almost impossible that's why they're basically starving at this point right but they're not going to kill him and they're not murderers in my version they wouldn't think to kill him as well because there's utility in keeping him around but in just keeping him around it like he sees from their perspective oh i didn't know that what i've been doing supplying these robots like has been so harsh for these people who don't have the skills that like people like me have to survive in this world so he grows sympathy as well Mm -hmm. and it's almost like the cool end state for this is they actually create a better Chappie together, like a more well-rounded, you know, like he's very academic, Dion's character. They're very like hardened real world, like lived skills. Yeah. 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 You know, and they, they, they're able to kind of both imbue Chappie with both of these skills, right. Yeah. To be both an academic, but also be able to survive in the real world. Yeah. Like be be a survivor. That would be much better. That sounds a lot better. In in your version, do you have any consciousness swapping? Or is that not... Like, is that... Was that, again, like a big part of this movie? Like, the reason... I don't know. I mean, it, it was, was a, a big tool, but it was only used at the very end sort of like as an answer to the to the death, you yeah. know, the, to the consequences. Be, so that's what I mean. Like, do you even need that? Like, I, if, if... No, I don't it's, think you It's almost like they created it. this, oh, you're going to die in just a few days, Chappie. Yeah, but yeah. for that, like, was that the reason why they had that problem so that they could show that the consciousness swapping? I, it was just like, why? What? What would you need that for? I'm kind of imagining you could keep the he has only so much power left in his body, and he for some reason that's not explained. If he runs out of power, he dies. Type of scenario, that just and that, like that is a sad thing, and that that was a, a good conversation to have because it's yeah. like, why did you make me? Like that, that's basically yeah. what it, like, I don't want to die. Why did you make me so that I could die? Which was a great thing to say, but mm-hmm. then it just had nowhere to go. That conversation had nowhere to go. Cause he was just like, I don't know. I didn't mean to do, I didn't mean to do yeah, it. Yeah. But it, if it was actually explored, that mm-hmm. actually would have been very interesting. Right. I think what they could have done instead was what if they could save Chappie, but they have, they literally need a new body to do so. 
right? One without the battery fuse to the chassis, yeah. right? So they have to basically infiltrate the police headquarters or whatever mm-hmm. and steal one. Yeah. But in so doing, they get themselves in a lot of trouble. So much trouble that all of their lives are in danger at this point. Mm-hmm. And Chappie is the one who is at a crossroads because now they have this new body and he can put himself into the new body or, or whatever it might be. Or he can save his friends. Yeah. He has that conundrum of, like, I could save myself or I could save them, but I can't. I don't have enough time to do both, right? Yeah. yeah, which is, in effect, kind of like, it's a very Star Trek kind of a thing where it's like, well, this is the human thing taking over the, the Spock's logical thing. Like, of course, it makes sense for me to take, to, to, um, to, to save myself, but he's like, no, what I've learned from my human friends is, like, empathy, and I am instead going to yeah. give this to somebody else. Another thing that rubs me the wrong way about how this movie actually ends is everyone comes away alive, kind of. Like there really yeah. isn't, like no one loses anything. In fact, everyone gains something because now they're cool robots. You know? <laughs> um, so, but it, in well, my... Ninja. Ninja. Ninja's Except not, for Ninja, yeah, yeah he's yet. still a meat bag. So, <laughs> um, but... But they have the technology to swap right. any consciousness. Yeah, they probably won't. But then, so is, that, is that a commentary though, where it's like, oh, now you will have all these people who who have been oppressed by you know these police robots, exactly, and then yeah. you're just like, hey, we've got this thing where we can all just become robots. Yeah, and then that, what that's do you do? the message. And so you're is right. that the message? That is a mixed. Uh, uh, well, it's not a very good message. It would have been a better one that it was almost like Chappie, his unique consciousness, instead of going up against the moose, he was going up against the AI that Dion had created for this police force. And it's sort of like him against what the, the machinery was built for. Right. You know, I think the movie would have ended better if Chappie died. Yeah. Like for real died. Yeah. However, with the caveat that in, during the credit sequence, you can show that maybe he didn't die. He's got mm. a USB stick that says That's Chappie's. Right. Well, we don't remix, need to go... Chappie's we... Remix, no, Volume remix. Volume 5. <laughs> yeah. I think we can illustrate it in a better way than just having him on a USB stick. Um, but I was thinking, like, what if he's at that crossroads of saving himself or saving his friends? And literally, he's perfectly set up to save himself. But his friends are... Like, if he doesn't step in and do something, then they're going to be destroyed, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you find you know obviously because they're basically his parents that he goes to save his parents and he does but he's destroyed in doing so however we discover during the credit sequence that actually he wasn't killed even though it's contradicted in the movie itself because he's like i can only do one or the other what if he actually did have enough time to save himself too and then at the end you see like that robot body like come to life and like right. get up and it's chappy he's back alive right in so the, in the moose in the moose in the mo- <laughs> Well, I was thinking, yeah, you could do something really crazy. Like, what if he's in all of the robot bodies at the same time? Oh, and they all wake up. And they all wake up and they're all him. Oh, that'd be and he great. has a hive mind. That'd be great. Oh, that would be interesting. And he can control all of them simultaneously. Yeah. It's like they're all like an extension of his body. Oh, and, he, and he's, he's made a robot crown for himself. Yeah, he's, he's like in that hideaway. Where he's got all these things hooked up to him. Yeah. He's like um, this, the mother sentinel from, from X-Men, <laughs> right? That makes, what, what was that thing called again? There's a name for, anyway, like makes all the sentinels basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. just sits in a big chair all the time. Yeah. Like even though it's a giant robot that could probably kill everyone. Uh, so he's... And then in Chappie 2, he becomes the, the villain. Yeah. Well, that could have been, a, one of you said something really interesting. Actually, I think it was Leah. You said something interesting, about, or uh, whoever said it. He has to fight the the police using AI. Oh, it was 
Lou that said it, with the AI that was designed specifically for the yeah. bodies of those yeah. robots. What if actually the police force sees such a significant threat, they activate a robot that is untested because Chappie's such a big threat. Well, so right. there was like a prototype that There's they had. There's a prototype had, AI had, but... that has intelligence around his level. Right. So now he's fighting a robot that is his opposition that is basically the same as him. Right. Right? Like, what if that's the fight? That could have been interesting too. Right. Like a different AI, and this could have been a military AI, um, that, you know, it's like knows how to use all the weapons, you know, like even knows how to do karate and shit like that or whatever it is that these robots <laughs> learn, Right. <laughs> and he has to he's, he has to fight and adapt to that yeah. robot. Yeah. And at first, like, what if that robot's totally kicking his ass? Right. But then he adapts because he's chappy. He adapts <laughs> really fast. So eventually, he's able to. Oh, actually, what if they become friends? Yeah, they they, they, they should switch it on, friends. and the military are expecting. Oh, we taught this thing such incredible military tactics, but it turns out Chappie's just my brother. Yeah, it's just an idiot baby. <laughs> it wakes up and it's like, oh, are you my daddies? <laughs> it literally says the digital version of Goo Goo Gaga. Yeah. Like, Goo Goo Gaga. You know, it's like, oh, this is not... This is not what we thought was going to happen. We're supposed to fight. Nunchuck fight. <laughs> they just fight with nunchucks. But they yeah. could have they, they gone that direction too where his actual opposition was the police version of himself. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a better thing to do. I like that version. Yeah. It's difficult to yeah to, to fix this one just because I didn't know where it was headed to begin with. Or like yeah. the message was muddy for me. Mm-hmm. It, it was almost like there were no stakes because they figured this thing out. And it's like, oh, it doesn't even matter. You're just going to live on anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Doing what? I don't Yolanda know. they gave Yolanda an actual face, though, as yeah. well. <laughs> Which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> the people that made this movie are... Uh, less human than the robots of this movie they have a, such a, a little understanding as to what it means to be human how could we expect them to make a movie that's could about that right? isn't that funny the one scene where he's like they're teaching him how to paint oh and yeah. he's paints he's like, like a, a like a inkjet yeah like printer. a matrix printer yeah. and really he just took a picture he of that picture, yeah. it was had nothing to do with emotion artistry or emotion yeah. or or anything like that and they were also yeah. They were amazed, like wow, a car. You, you are you printing. Did that Chappie, car? You're printing. Yeah. <laughs> can we say? Can we? Can I we need end... this form printed. Can you print this out for me? Can we end on? Because we've been shitting all over this movie. That's uh, true. Can we end on a couple positive notes? Like what? What do hey, you guys I actually? I liked Ch- like like I said I because I had never seen it, and oh. the reason why I didn't was because. I love District 9, and all the people I knew who had gone to see Chappie were like, so that was terrible. terrible. And so I didn't even bother seeing it. Mm-hmm. But watching it now, I was like, oh, whatever. You know, part it was like so much of me just accepted a lot. Yeah. But I don't know if that's because, I don't know, maybe compared to just movies these days. I was just like, well, whatever. This is not as crazy <laughs> as like other things. I don't know. Chappie's cute. And that's just what I ran with the entire time was very silly. It's good to see him throw ninja stars and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? It's just it was a lot of cool yeah, a lot of cool scenes that I I would say And well the, the visuals movie. held up? I yeah. you know, like well, yeah, I mean mind you, it's only 2015, great. but the effects are incredible. But the, yeah. yeah, him as a robot looked like all the all the robots yeah. in that environment looked good. It's pretty seamless, yeah. Yeah. It like really you good. you really cuz I was there was some points where they actually touch him like put place hands on him mm-hmm. and i didn't see like i'm sure if we looked at the pixel scale we could find like some weird wobbly stuff like where stuff's not properly masked or whatever right 
Yeah. Um, but just looking at it, just casually looking at it, I didn't notice anything weird. I know. The yeah. actor must have had like also like a helmet or something, like a green screen helmet or something that I, they could... I believe yeah, maybe they, they had, had some practical stuff they? too. Maybe I think maybe. they might have had something in the shape of the helmet, but I think it was literally just a body like with green screen on it, or like with the X's on it, so that mm-hmm. it could track. But I think they ended up mostly replacing a lot of that stuff, wow. and they didn't they didn't do a lot of the um, the other stuff that would typically go along with getting like for example, you know how they walk around the special effects people they like to have this little orb. They walk around the set in mm-hmm. to make sure all the lighting gets done properly because yeah. everything gets reflected. I don't know if they did any of that stuff. And they didn't know. do any green screen stuff where they have him walk against, you know what I mean? Like where they, they add the background and later type of shit. There's They're literally of... replacing the guy throughout the entire movie. Oh, really? They're just replacing him. If you don't film with a green screen behind and you're not like just adding the background in later, you literally have to erase the guy out of the background and add the background in. Yeah, for sure. Manually, frame yeah, by frame. Yeah, yeah. And I think they had to do a bit of that in this movie with Chappie. Yeah, right. Where like the actual human actor, like the Chappie characters are, the, the robot bodies are pretty bulky, but it's still not conforming 100% to like the human figure. So mm-hmm. the parts were little nooks and crannies. Like they had to, they would have had to paint all that in, like recreate the background. Right, basically. Right, right. Are we are we going to want to rewrite it or do no, we fix it? No, I think it? I think Chris it. has done it. I think you've we done did it. it. Thanks guys. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you. That's good stuff. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you have a fix of your own, tweet us at Solus Animation with the hashtag McHuber. Yeah, that's with an H U G H in the middle. Join us next time when we discuss Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Ooh, boy, did the nerds have something to say. But relax. We can fix it. See ya.